Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Group on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. What the hell just happened? Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL uh, podcast episode number 483. Uh, Blog Talk just disconnected us, um, the host, and I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that I'm still going and everything is fine, uh, and we'll just see what happens because I don't know what else can happen. Um, How did they – why did it do this? Oh, shit. Uh, anyhow, so yeah, welcome to Podcast 483. I'm your host, Chris Jones. We're going to talk some football tonight. Uh, what are we doing? I don't know. Let's find out what we're doing here. Uh, cancel league close. Yes. Solid. There we go. It's working. If something's working here, anyhow. Um, so where are we doing? What are we doing? We're going to talk some football. What's happening right now in the CFL? Like we're, we're, oh yeah, we're April 20th today. Yeah. Happy 420 to all the potheads out there. Just because. I mean, it really, is 420 still relevant now that uh, marijuana is legal in all Canada, all Canada and most of the United, United States? Oh, oh there you go. What, there was, you go. That? what was that? I'm getting an echo. Okay, we're going to kill that. Uh, anyhow, yeah. So is it is 420 still relevant? I don't know. Uh, we have celebration of marijuana today. I, I actually don't smoke pot. I used to grow it a lot. But that's beside the point. Um, everybody's got to make a living. Uh, where are we now? So April 20th. And what is the draft? Draft is like May 5th or something. So we're like two weeks away from the draft. We're going to talk about the draft uh, in a little bit, uh, only simply because some people out there, and I'm really not sure who, but somebody really gives a shit about it. And I don't know, probably the parents of the kids that are being drafted, they really care about the draft. So that would be kind of important. Probably the kids that are being drafted, that's kind of important too. Um, I don't know. What else is happening? What else is good? Uh, football is like a month away. We're, we're like ready, ready to play football. Let's see. Hang on. Let's go to here. Schedule. Uh, CFL.ca has a schedule. May 23rd is the first preseason game. Winnipeg in Saskatchewan, right? Winnipeg in Saskatchewan. That's the first preseason game. And then the week one, week one is June 9th. Okay. June 9th. So yeah, we got a, we got some exciting times coming up. Football's like right here. It's right around the corner. We've waited since November for this. This is awesome. Oh my God. There's people reporting posts again on Let's Talk CFL. Why would you do that? All Canadians. The original poster must be no nothing. Oh right. Oh my God. What can I do about these people? Uh, anyhow, we're I'm not even going to deal with that right now. I'll let Charles deal with it. Um, speaking of Charles, let's uh, br- open up the mics and bring everybody in. I'm just totally off track tonight. I don't know what's going on, and my mind's just not there. I, I had a, one of my employees today, my, not my employees, because I really don't have a company anymore. I'm just kind of a supervisor. It's kind of like that. I think they're calling me a supervisor, operator, supervisor, whatever. One of the guys that I am supervising 
took a skid steer and backed it into an $18,000 HVAC unit today and kind of crumbled it. Not cool. Very not cool. So, um, yeah, I've been, that was a 12 hour day for me trying to sort this shit out and everything else. So anyhow, um, whatever happens, uh, Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to realize why this post got reported because I don't see really anything wrong with it, but that wouldn't be the first time. So, yep. No, no. I mean, I understand the guy's a little, uh, you know, the the post is kind of sarcastic and and kind of, I'm surprised it wasn't from Will, but um, uh, there's nothing the matter with it. So what? You know, it's just kind of like, one of those things, like, you know, we get the – I'm on the Coquihalla um, Facebook group, Coquihalla Highway Facebook group, and there's people that are like, oh, oh, has anybody traveled between Merritt and Hope today? What are the roads like? Is there any ice? Well, fuck, BC Highways has got, like, cameras. Look at the cameras, and you'll know exactly what the highway looks like. You don't want some little woman with kids that goes, oh, my God, it was scary. It was so scary. Don't – Listen to people. Go look at a camera and find out what the thing is. But then if you say anything to these people, the, the, the admin deletes you because you're being confrontational. I mean, no, man, you guys are being stupid. This is a highway report. Report things that are about the highway. Okay, there's a logging truck upside down. That's important. We should know about that. You should tell us that. We don't know that any other way unless you tell us that. Okay, great. Oh, my God, there's a little bit of compact snow in the Coquihalla. Duh, it's fucking wintertime. There's my rat. It's like people rat. fall apart when they, people fall apart when they see the slightest bit of snow, especially down here in the lower mainland. Well, I understand that you guys don't have the, you, you know, and I've always said that. I said yes. It's annoying. Uh, people in the lower mainland cannot drive in the snow, and that's a fact. They don't get any practice. the The roads are not made for snow. Do you know the difference between a road in Vancouver and a road in Calgary? Can you tell me the difference in the road? Not really. They're both paved. Okay, William, you're here. Welcome to the show, buddy. William, quick, jump in here. Can you tell me the difference between a road in Calgary and a road in Vancouver? Mm-hmm. Um, um, road in Calgary has drivers on it. Drivers? No, I don't know. Road- Roads in Calgary are flat, okay? Roads in Vancouver are domed. Hold on a second. Roads in Vancouver are domed. I'll be right back. Okay. The center of the road is higher so that the rain will roll off, okay? So we don't have piling on the roads, okay? And in Calgary, they're flat because you don't get any rain, but you get snow. So when we get snow in yep. Vancouver and your car's on an angle, it slides off the road. Okay? Right. And, I mean, I'm being overdramatic on this, but in reality, it's true. You get rain in Calgary, and Calgary's fucked up because they, can't, they don't have the system in place to deal with massive amounts of rainwater. Yeah, Vancouver, well, we, we get more care. rain in one day than Calgary does in a year. True. Yeah, probably. Yep. Yep. Right? So, I mean, we have storm sewers that are massive that, like, take in houses. Um, Calgary doesn't even have storm sewers in some places, you know? I mean, you know, everybody says, oh, well, 
Vancouverites can't drive in the snow. Well, it's a different snow, for one. It's wetter. It's slipperier. It's more like driving a, a, down a grid highway in Saskatchewan in mud. Okay? It's slippery shit. And please tell me that, that doesn't, that's not a, doesn't affect people driving. I mean, hell yeah, that affects people driving in, in Saskatchewan. Anyhow, they can't drive at the best of times. Um, I'm ranting a bit. Well, anyhow. Are we going to talk some football? No, William. How are you doing? What's up with you? I I am I am fine. Um, like I said, we got pounded with snow yesterday. Um, it took me an hour and twenty minutes to get home from work, which it usually takes me twenty four minutes. But with all the mm-hmm. with all the new Canadians driving on the on the roads, it was not great and it didn't help either that half these guys probably have taken their winter tires off already and uh it was pretty treacherous is all i'm gonna say and yeah but other than that other than that things are good um i i spent part of my easter weekend watching uh uh the usfl football league Oh right, um, right, right, right. And how, my, how? What did you think? My my opinion is that the CFL doesn't have to worry <laughs> because it wasn't very good football. There was some people in the stands, but apparently half those tickets were giveaways. And uh, apparently, the games after the first one were. A lot longer, but I did, and the other thing I did realize is I'm getting old because the uh, head coach of the New Jersey, whatever they're called, is Mike Riley. Mike Riley. Formerly, formerly, way, way back in the 80s, the Bombers head coach and probably one of the youngest head coaches in CFL history. Now he's seventy plus years old, okay, and he's still coaching football. And uh, and he's actually coached in pretty much every major North American league. He's coached in the CFL, yes, the NFL, yes, the X, the XFL. He coached the in the USFL. Uh, USFL, and he coached in the NCAA and the, NCAA. the, and the AAF. That's right, the Alliance. Right. Yep. He's wow. a football he, he's, nut, I he's guess. He's getting around more than Kevin Glenn. Yeah. And I'm and I'm thinking the last championship he won was in the eighties in Winnipeg. So just saying. So but he has had quite the career. And uh a lot of people don't realize this, but his father, Bud Riley, was the head coach of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers once upon a time as well. Also correct. So it's it's quite quite an interesting thing, but he's still coaching at seventy years old, so you got to give him some credit. You know, he's yeah. probably made a lot of money, and uh, hey, what the heck? So, but yes, I did watch. I, I watched the USFL because my need for football, but I yeah, don't think still I'm going to watch. I I don't think I'm going to watch any more of the USFL. To be honest with you. No way. Eh? Just saying. So you really think that no. you're just uh it's not it not worth it or it's not it 
wasn't overly exciting. And if if you want to differentiate from me, Charles, I don't know if you watched any. It just wasn't overly exciting for me. You know what? I did watch the first game on the Saturday, or at least some of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I actually didn't think it was all that bad, to be honest. I mean, it wasn't spectacular. I wasn't expecting it to be. But I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. I mean, it's not its not to the same level as CFL or NFL or anything like that, nor, nor and, do I think it would you, be. Do you think it will last? Because they were, uh, Not I if they get some more fans in the stands. Uh, the, the first game, well, here's what they're doing. They're doing like a bubble season. Um, uh, so all of the games are being played in Birmingham, Alabama this year. So yes. they Why? Had that makes pretty no good, sense to me. I have no idea. I don't understand that either. I think it was to keep costs down in their first year and not have a bunch of travel costs. I think it has something to do with that. Um, I personally, uh, they had a good crowd for the Alabama, for the game for the actual Birmingham team, but the rest of the games hardly anybody went, and that's exactly what I was expecting. Because yeah, you're going to have the home team. They're going to watch the home team, but they don't want to. I mean, they're not going to care about the other teams. And how are the cities going to be? any sort of attachment with the other te- with their teams if they're not playing in their city. So uh, the way they're doing it is very weird. Um, we'll see how long it lasts. I, I just, I wondered, the other thing is people are, are raving about there was 2.85 million TV view- viewers, and they thought that was pretty impressive. Not the and U.S., that's not nothing. That it, I, out of 365 million people, only 2.85 million watched. That's a 0.0008 or something like that of 1%. That's not very impressive. Well, Sorry, guys. No, it's not. But it, is it um, – I mean, that's probably about what the CFL draws, isn't it? I don't know. But we only have uh, – In Canada? 30 we only have 36 million people, Christopher. I, no, right. I, I understand. So, I, that's kind of the point, right? The draw for the, the CFL other thing, and the USFL were about the same. The other thing I don't understand is why would they start a season on Easter weekend? A lot of people wouldn't go to games, especially in that Alabama area because they're all Bible Belt people, I do believe. Or a lot of them are. It just it just was kind of silly, in my mind. But I, I, I'm that's not, just me. Yeah. So. I don't disagree with you. Okay. So yeah, it's just I don't know. Whatever. It was football, I guess. Just a second. I got to share this picture. Messenger. Not with you guys. I got to share it somewhere else, uh, just because it's it's here. Who am I going to share it to? Uh, there, sent it. Okay. Um, so, do you think it's going to last, William? No. 
not an, Why? if they don't get more people, if they don't get more people, if they don't have more following, I would give it, I'm going to give it six weeks. Six weeks? Yes, sir. Wow. Because okay. understand something. Understand something. The competition right now, okay, number one, NBA basketball. Yeah. NHL playoffs. NHL playoffs are coming up. It's the uh, NBA the basketball. Of, it's their playoffs, right? Basketball playoffs as well right, right now? Yep. Yes. The beginning the beginning of baseball for the season. I mean, yep. there's a lot of competition there. There's a lot of competition there. Well, there so, is. And, and, you know, everybody start, keeps saying that the CFL should start earlier. Earlier in the nope. season. Let's, let's start in, in late April, early May. I'm going, no, you don't want to compete with the Stanley Cup. First off, the majority of CFL fans, and I'm going to say a lot of CFL fans, are also hockey fans, okay? I'm not, but that's okay. Charles, you are. Yep. Okay? So, and I know Will's kind of a football fan, and that's pretty much it. Um, Well, no, no, but I, I, quite truthfully, if the Flames are doing well, I will usually follow them if they get to the playoffs, which... They've made the playoffs this year, so I will follow that for a while. Okay. So, so what I'm trying to say here is that, and, and I got a bit of an argument from a couple people, and yes, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule, exceptions to the rule. I don't think the majority of, of CFL football player uh, fans are also soccer fans. Okay? I think soccer fans are pretty much unique. Okay, they're they're soccer fans. They really don't like any other sport. Okay, they're just soccer fans. And and yes, there's exceptions to the rule. And don't give me an email saying I watch both. And I go, so what? I don't care. Okay, but the majority of soccer fans, especially like the Bulgarian ones and the the Italian guys and all of that guys, the down commercial drive in Vancouver, they're soccer fans. They don't they don't even know what hockey is, right? They don't even know what football is. They're soccer fans. Okay, so that's kind of a unique thing. But in Canada, in Canada, the number one sport is hockey, still is, always will be, I believe. In my opinion, it, it, you know, it's going to get some challenges, but I think it's always going to be hockey. So CFL is right. always going to play second. Uh, CFL is always going to play second fiddle to, to hockey. Okay? So why yes. would you yes. want to compete? Why would you want to compete for viewership, for audience, for fans in the seats, when the playoffs are on for hockey, it makes no fucking sense. None. Zero. Okay? No. Now, I don't think that the majority of CFL fans are NFL fans. I think there's a, a, a line in there, and I know Will's a football fan, and he watches both. And, Charles, you watch some of both. I don't. Absolutely yeah. not. I watch CFL, and that's it. Um, but the majority of people out there don't follow NFL. Okay? They're CFL I, fans. No. You disagree? Yeah, I do, yeah. Oh, I think they're think all mostly they're football fans. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So do you believe that the CFL playing later in the season interferes and goes head-to-head with NFL? I mean, granted, CFL smart enough not to have any games on Sunday, except the playoffs, yeah. which is dumb. They shouldn't have them on the, play- on the Sunday. They should have them on the Saturday. We've already discussed that. Um, so – our chief rival is going to be the CFL and the NFL, right? 
So I soccer, think so, but I think soccer can, can start ahead. earlier. Soccer can start in April, and it doesn't matter because the fans watch soccer. They don't watch hockey. Okay? True. So soccer can start earlier, and it doesn't interfere. It doesn't affect soccer. If CFL started earlier, it would affect the CFL because hockey is playoffs is on. Okay? And just for mm-hmm. the sports addict, as Will points out, Basketball playoffs are on. Hockey playoffs are on. Baseball season is starting. There's a lot of shit happening right now to compete against. Why would we want to go in there and start competing against something like that? It makes no sense. Right. I still, I still also, say we should start the season a little later, but I get a lot of pushback with the, the, the pussies that think it's cold in November, December. Also, also, if you start if you start the CFL early, for example, say you started the CFL April first, okay? Well, like I told you, snow on the ground. It's April twentieth right now, and we got forty centimeters of snow yesterday. And so, if you started April first, there'd probably be two weeks of training camp, and this would be the first weekend where you have exhibition football. And it's like, yeah, okay, sure. It just doesn't make sense. It would be different if we all had domed stadiums. Absolutely. And then it wouldn't matter. Absolutely. If you're not playing outside. No, No, exactly. Sure. I've always thought that a natural starting date should be Canada Day. It's the Canadian Football League started on Canada Day. Why not? I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you in that July 1st. We're starting mm-hmm. the season this year on June 9th, which is kind of pretty much the earliest the season started. Um, I, I, we all know that, and everybody will say it, in, especially on the prairies in Ontario, that this is uh, uh, cottage season. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 it's kind of a big thing because in BC we don't have cottages. It's not as a rule most people don't do this, but in the prairies everybody's got a cottage out on a lake somewhere. Same in Ontario. Um, it's really kind of weird. Ca- uh, we have cabins, but you know, how, do you have a cabin? No. I used to have a cabin. I don't have it anymore. We we sold it. it I've was, rented. It I've rented cabins much. before. Yeah, I, I'd rather go houseboating. Uh, besides the point. That'd be fun too. Um, Never done that. It is very fun. A lot of alcohol. Uh, I have done that. It's called bumper boat. A lot of alcohol. A lot of alcohol. <laughs> Anyhow, people I wouldn't um, drown. Surprised people I wouldn't drown. They do. So they do. <laughs> but, but luckily, they um, but, make okay, they so, make you pull the houseboats in. So long weekend during the summer. The it, it, the lowest draws of the season for CFL. Okay, and I said, why don't we start the season on Labor Day? And then everybody loses their shit because, oh, my God, we're wasting July and August. And I go, well, you know, everybody else has got summer shit to do, so why would you worry about it? And then why don't we just go till January or something, like two months on the end? And I've always said this, and everybody loses their fucking mind. And they say, you can't play football in Winnipeg in January. And I said, why not? They play in Green Bay. What's the difference? 
Seriously, what there's the hell is the difference there. between there's Green always, Bay, Green Bay Wisconsin, and Winnipeg? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, granted, I, the I, Super Bowl is always somewhere warm. It's always somewhere warm. Yeah. You know, I was talking. But, um, I was talking. I was talking to my brother this week, and my brother, as you know, lives in Edmonton. And yeah, yeah, we agreed on two things this week. And okay. the first thing we agreed on is we think that every Grey Cup should be played in BC Place. To be honest with you. Okay, and I, I don't disagree with that. I I, I because I think it's a good because, idea. Because take the elements out of the game and let the teams decide. Take 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 the elements out of the game. Absolutely. Okay. And and the second thing we agreed on, Christopher, and you know what? He's not a he's not a big. I'll be honest with you. He's not a big Christopher Jones fan. Okay. No, he's because not. He is on our he he is on our thing, but. He agrees with you 1,000% on the the Canadian ratio thing, huh. which I'm Just shocked by because my brother. So. No, no, my brother. My brother has been a has been an amateur football coach for 35 plus years. Okay, and mostly Canadian kids. Okay, and and he agrees with you wholeheartedly. So. There you go. Well, I don't don't think it's going to affect high school football or, or junior football or or you know pee wee football or anything. I don't think not having Canadians in the CF, not having the ratio in the CFL is going to affect that. Not a, right. Well, you know, and you know, and it's, I I made this point on on one of the chats in in our group one day, is that kids. Don't play football to be professional football players. They play football to have fun. Right. When they're eight and yeah. nine, when they're eight and nine years old, they're not thinking about going to the NFL or going to the CFL. They're thinking about having fun. And as time so goes on, and as time goes on, and they realize they're not very good, that mind that thought never crosses their mind. But they still play football to have fun. So I don't think it would affect football whatsoever. I don't know of any kid who who dreams about playing professional football, dreams about playing in the CFL. Do you know what I mean? If they're dreaming about playing professional football, it's probably NFL. More likely than not. Yeah. Well, unless. Well, you know, when I was young and, and, and go ahead, Will. You know, Canadian kids. For example, in in my grade ten yearbook, I have a I have an autograph from Stan Mikowas. Okay, and we all know Stan Mikowas played in the CFL mm-hmm. for sixteen years. Okay, and and the the thing he says in my yearbook is I'll see you when we're both playing for the Bombers. So he had he had dreams of that, playing in the CFL. Okay? I, true. But this, that was, you know, that was a, quite some time ago. I mean, I, I think we're yeah, talking more about now, and I think things have changed. And things have changed since then. Well, yeah, and I think the NFL is much better marketed now than it was back in the 80s. Right. Okay? And, 
and we do see Canadians in the NFL. And everybody always says that you don't make any money in the CFL and you make all the money in the NFL, which is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. 100%. But, right, but you can still make a pretty decent living in the CFL. Yeah, I don't agree if with, you're I don't 20, agree with if that you're, either. If, a, if you're a 23-year-old kid, okay? There's nobody nobody goes to sleep dreaming about going playing in the CFL. Everybody wants to – I mean, when, when I was young, and I, I used to be a street racer, and I mean, I, yeah, I played professional lacrosse, and I played high school football, and I was good at high school football. But what I really excelled at and what I was really good at was racing, okay? I never dreamed about going dirt track racing in Merritt, right? You never – you don't. You dream about Formula One or Indianapolis or, or NASCAR or NASCAR. you know something like yeah. that. So, yeah. You know something sure. something big like that, right? I want to be in the Daytona 500. You you, you don't dream about some dirt track in in some distant, faraway little hick town, okay? But no, here I am, of course not. nailing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 it comes back down to the same thing, is that if we got rid of the ratio, okay, we would yes. not destroy youth sports football. We would not destroy junior football. We would not destroy high school football. We wouldn't destroy peewee football. We wouldn't destroy anything because it wouldn't affect them anymore and everybody says oh but it's going to use sports football is going to take a hit okay how many professional volleyball leagues are there in canada zero okay how does that affect you sports volleyball it doesn't doesn't seem to it doesn't no Every university has a youth sports volleyball team that plays and plays hard. And they play for everything that they can because they want to win. They're not playing to play professional volleyball. Same with badminton. Same with track and field. Same with whatever, okay? Do they dream about going to the Olympics? Maybe. But, you know, in reality is they know they're not going to. Well, you know what? Because if you're in university, you should be smart enough to know better. You can turn this around and say you sport or you 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 sports women's basketball. Okay, my niece played women's basketball at university for four years. Right? She had she yeah. had she knew she wasn't going to the WNBA or professional basketball in Europe, but they paid for part of her education, and she got to play basketball for four more years. So what the hell? Yeah. And, and high, highly competitive basketball, you know? Yes. It's just not like a pickup game out in the elementary school parking no, lot. No, at, at their level, it's highly competitive. At their level. Yeah. And she had no qualms about playing basketball after university because she knew she wasn't going to. But they paid for part of her university. She got to go. She got to move from Winnipeg to B.C., okay, so she never had to do winter again. And guess what, guys? 
She's been at a university for two years now, and she hasn't moved back to Winnipeg. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nobody's shocked by that. There you go. So it worked out we for don't get away, and it helped us. We don't get away from winter here anymore either. We still get winter sometimes here, although not like the prairie. You, you, don't, you don't get Winnipeg, winter like Winnipeg, Charles. Okay, no, that's fair enough. You have that, no that's, idea what that's winter, fair winter's like. Charles, you have no you're idea. You're right, and I don't want to find You're right, and I don't want to find out either. I don't care. I, correct. I, I don't understand like winter that, and period. I'm good that, okay? I, you know, there, there's very few people that, you, you know, you find in, in Vancouver area that are from Vancouver, okay? It, it's kind of weird. They're, everybody is from somewhere else. I'd love to know how many people move from Vancouver to Winnipeg on purpose <laughs> and stay there. Yeah, you know, I, I, I just don't, I don't think the numbers, I don't think the numbers are there. But they, they move from Winnipeg to Vancouver. They move from Regina to or all of Saskatchewan to Vancouver. Uh, you know, they move from Alberta to B.C. And then some, a lot of them move back because they don't like the taxes. Um, there, well, there, there's the, a the lot of difference. About, the thing about Calgary, for example, you don't, you don't need a lot of native Calgarians, okay? It, it's because no. everybody comes from somewhere else. And, yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's probably different now because there's been two and three generations that have moved here from different provinces and they've raised their families here. So in the future, you'll find a lot more way to find areas. But not not here. You don't find that many native Calgarians. I mean, I don't know of any, to be honest with you. And I've been here for 33 years. Everybody's from? from somewhere else. Huh? Where's Patty from? What was that? Saskatoon. Where is Patty from? Your wife. Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Really? You hear what I said? I would never guess that. Yeah. Well, no, no. Here you go. Patty's parents are from from Saskatchewan. But when she was three years old, they discovered that she had really severe allergies. And the wheat belt Mm -hmm. was not for the place for her to be so they said the doctors told them to go one of two places either Arizona or Alberta and that's why they came to Alberta moving to America is, is a really good idea but the, the biggest drawback is that the, it's full of Americans yeah, yeah so. that's true I just like Arizona yeah, I'd like Arizona, yeah, I, I too, have because, fun in Arizona. because the Cardinals are there, and I can go to professional football games. So, <sighs> you know what I mean? Just saying. Yeah, okay. Let's jump into the agenda here and see where we're going to go, okay? Okay, like, sounds good. We're, we, we have been talking football, just haven't been True. focused directional football. But, no. yeah, this has been pretty good. Good conversation, guys. Okay, um, BC Lions defensive lineman Stephen Richardson ha- has acquired, and not on purpose, a significant injury during a workout session preparing himself for the season. And he 
they they believe that he will be out for a good chunk of the season, if not all of it. Uh, it doesn't say anywhere what the injury is, does it, Charles? It does not. No, it's just he got it during a workout. But uh, so I'm assuming maybe it's some sort of a muscle tear or something like that. But again, I don't. Without yeah, that rip- guess on my part. I'm not sure what the actual injury is. They didn't say. Yeah, ripped his bicep off or something like that. It's something. I don't know what. Yeah, when they say I don't know when they say significant injury, you gotta consider, and he's gonna miss most of the season. You gotta it's it's some kind of a it's some kind of a knee, Achilles, whatever. Right. Yeah, so, something bad. Any, any way you look at it. So th- this this sucks for Stephen Richardson uh, a lot. It sucks for the BC Lions because um, I mean we our D line wasn't just absolutely wonderful last year, so uh, it was really a, a sore point, and we kind of we're kind of looking forward to Stephen Richardson playing. And so, I saw I saw some downer. comment on. I saw some comment online today from some bomber fan who said, "Great, he's a traitor, anyways." Fuck you! What a stupid comment. Be God, yeah. people yeah. are immature. They are. Yeah, let's cheer a guy so. getting hurt and losing his season. Yeah, that's really great. Moron. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but whatever. But that's too bad. It really is too bad. So mm-hmm. he's a good player, and obviously that's why BC signed him. So yeah, yeah, he's a good player, um, and and it would have, I would have liked to see him play, and we may yet. So you know, it just doesn't mean that it's over. It just means that it's not now. So right. be it. Okay. Uh, anything else to say about this? Because it's uh, there's not much to say. I mean, he's just he's hurt. We don't know what it is. He's not playing football. Yeah. Do we have a replacement? Sucks, but I mean, it, no. Hopefully, no. you're gonna have to go out and find one. Yeah. Somebody. Hey, maybe in the draft. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's a better chance of finding a there's a better chance of finding a defensive lineman in the draft than there is of finding a starting quarterback. Well, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I can't really disagree with that either. No. No. Okay. Moving on. And there was nothing really, there was no story to this one, Charles. Did you notice that? There was no link. Yeah, I tried to. Which one? The writer's QB. Which one? This uh, Cody Fajardo one. You put in the thing that says, writer's QB Cody Fajardo is drawing a lot of motivation from criticism by media heavy Chris Jones. I forgot to put the link. It's okay. It's okay. We don't need it. 
And the reason why we don't need it is because there's really no story here. Cody Fajardo shouldn't be listening to the media ever. To be drawing motivation from what another uh, uh, an opponent's coach is saying, it, it means that you can't draw motivation on your own. Okay, I really have no use for somebody who cannot self-motivate themselves to play football. What somebody else says about you is totally fucking irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Okay? Unless, don't even it, listen it is, to it. Don't it watch is, it. Don't. It is unless it's true. <laughs> well, yeah, case, we, we know that, Will. And but, in this case, I think it's true. Well, yeah. So he he's but he still shouldn't be drawing motivation from this. No, you should be self motivated because they're paying you stupid money to play football. Right. Yeah. You don't want to go out there and embarrass yourself. They're, they're paying him four hundred grand to play football. You should be there's 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 no exterior force right now that should be motivating you. Dude, man, you're getting paid big bucks to play football. And to motivate yourself, you better be doing it. That's, I wake that's up every morning. And I wake up every morning for a lot less money. So, just say it. Most people yeah. do. And I'm motivated every day. So, but yeah, so yeah. like so you said, there's not really a, this is not a really a story. Here. And and I think we've had this story before, haven't we? I mean, possible. I Chris know. Jones is. It's no secret what Chris Jones thinks of Cody Fajardo. He does not think it's not very highly. highly. He doesn't like him at all. No, 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 no. Okay, so let's just jump past Chris Jones here. Now, here's another article about another. Who really cares? Who says what? Uh, Matthew Cause, who who is the rider kind of think guy from CFL.ca, right? Am I right here? I believe okay. he is, yeah. Says Bo Levi Mitchell is the top story heading into 2022. Now, here's where I think this is kind of exciting, okay? And it's not because we're talking about Bo Levi Mitchell and we're not talking about Matthew Cause. What we're talking about is somebody other than Somebody from a different city talking about somebody else in another city. This, this cross-media um, type of thing work, is working for me. It happened the other day where somebody in Regina was writing a story about Calgary, and now they're doing it again. Um, I think this is pretty – that myself is exciting. I, I wish we had media people in B.C. that – wrote about the BC Lions, and cared about other teams in the league. You know, um, for some, sometimes I'm very envious of the province of Saskatchewan. And then it goes away real fast. So just say, since when? No, I, I, I'm envious of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan support. Oh, okay, yeah. Without question, I, I am. Then I hear their fans right? talk, and I'm like, yeah, we're good. I never said I wanted to be one or I want them to hang out with me. I just, I, as a BC Lions fan, I wish the BC Lions fans were like that. 
I wish there was as many and with as much passion and and enthusiasm and it doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. Okay. I mean, I don't even like the color orange. To be honest, um, it's almost as bad as green. It's not as bad as green, but right up there. Okay. What do you think, Charles? Is beat Bowman by Mitchell the top story in the CFL heading into this season? Uh, he's a story because he had a lousy wacky that two pretty crappy years in a row. So if he doesn't bounce back this week or this year, I don't think he's going to. I think he's pretty much done at that point. So I do believe he is a story, but is he the top story? I'm not so sure about that. I can find bigger stories than whether Bowley by Mitchell bounces back or not. Really? Name one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I can name one. one. Yeah, I know. Well, the Bombers three. So can I. Um, okay. Let's see. Will the Lions turn it around? Out of the CFL this year? Yep. There's, can, there's lots uh, Nathan, of stories out there. Yeah. Can Nathan Rourke become the next great Canadian starter? Can the Argos um, build on last season finishing first? Can the Ottawa Red Blacks turn their franchise around? I mean, there's all sorts of different stories that I probably think I'm quite ahead of uh, whether Bo Levi Mitchell will play. I don't think Bo Levi Mitchell is as big a story considering that they have Jake Mayer in the, in the wings the way that they do. And I know Will argues this one, that Jake Mayer is, is nothing yet. He's, he's been in a couple of games. He didn't fare that well whatever else. And I, I don't disagree with you, William. But Bo Levi Mitchell, the Calgary Stampeders have a safety valve or a cushion or a plan B, shall we say. Winnipeg doesn't. Saskatchewan doesn't. I'm not convinced on plan A for the BC Lions, never mind not having a plan B. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of, it would drag this story down from the top to me, just the fact that there is a a Jake Mayer in the wings. Now, William, do you believe that Bo Levi Mitchell is a top story, if not the well, top story well, in the CFL? Well, I think I think the it, top story in the CFL is will the Winnipeg Blue Bombers three-peat. That's got to be the top story. Yeah. Um, it's I think, uh, I think uh, BC going with two Canadian quarterbacks is another huge story. Um, I think those are the two biggest stories in the CFL this year. Right now, anyways. Um, in Calgary, I think it's a huge story, Bo Levi Mitchell, because, okay, so, and, and in the CFL, it should be up there because, let's face it, okay, Bo Levi Mitchell has had the greatest start in the history of the CFL, okay? Um, last year, he fucking sucked doggy doo doo. And in my mind, 
if he comes back this year and he's he's in his MOP form again, I think it's a huge story, and I think it will just add to his uh, his story in the CFL long term. Okay, so it is a pretty big story in Calgary. It's a pretty big story for me too, because he sucked last year. Let's face it, and you know how big of a Bull Levi Mitchell fan I am. And he was atrocious last mm-hmm. year. And if he and if he can come back this year, I'll be impressed as shit. I have my doubts, but I'll still be impressed. This this is year four of a uh, of a four year uh, almost contract. almost want to say multi million dollar contract, but it's it's been drawn back. Um, he's still. Probably in the top three highest paid quarterbacks in the CFL right now. I know Zach Caleros is a higher paid one, but I still think he's up in the five hundred thousand dollar range or close to it. Is he not? Yeah, he is. He is. So he's one of the top paid quarterbacks in the league, and he's not earning his money of the last year or so. I, I think right. the bigger story here, the bigger story, is the Mike Riley. Bo Levi Mitchell long-term four-year deal that everybody went wow, and it just fizzled. Neither one of them lasted the four years they both in failed. any form of performance. They both was a miserable failure, and both cost their football team huge amounts of money. For now, no results whatsoever. Team. I'm a Mike Riley fan, always will be. I know Will is a Bo Levi Mitchell fan and always will be, okay? But these two did not perform the way that they we anticipated him to them to, and nor did they earn the money <laughs> that they they were they signed a contract. No, they for. wasted their money. But 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 in reality, in reality, most guys most guys get the big contract after they've be, they performed before the big contract. You know what I mean? I.e., 2000, 2018, Bo Levi Mitchell won the Great Cup. 2018, Mike Riley was right up there, and he went from Edmonton to B.C., and that's where he signed the big contract because they wanted him, Okay. It's the same. It's the same in all sports. One of the things we're going through here in Calgary is, is, and Charles would know this more than Christopher, is Johnny Goodrow, who plays for the for the for the Flames. He's been mm-hmm. he's been lights out this year, okay, because he is in a contract year, and they say by the end of this season, he will be offered ten million dollars plus a season. And in my opinion, he'll never play this well again because he's not players as motivated. Mo- he's yeah, playing players for a contract. Players get very year. motivated in their, in yes, their yes. year of uh, contract. In their contract year, yeah. And then once they yeah. got the money resigned and there's not on the line, the pressure's off. They tend to dr- they t- tend to fall back somewhat. That is correct. Now, and can you say the Sabine twins? Um, Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. I'm just so, saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, saying. I'm not. So Mike Riley and Bully so, Guy Mitchell did the same thing, right? Yeah. 
Okay, now Cody Fajardo is the highest paid player in the CFL right now. Um, he is? He, is this going? Yes, he is. Is Always. this going to be a detriment to the the 3P? Oh, you mean you didn't? You said Cody Fajardo. Oh, I meant, uh, sorry, I meant Zach Caleros. Thank you. Zach Caleros. So Cody Fajardo is not the highest paid. Zach Caleros is the highest paid player in the CFL. Zach Caleros, quarterback. Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Is you see, his but, performance going to suffer because of this now? Yeah, but you see, the thing is, and, and I, I didn't like using the hockey comparison because hockey is a different game, okay? A hockey yes. player can take over a game, okay? They can play individually. Very hard to do on a football team when you have 11 other players, like, for example, Mike Riley can do whatever he wants to do, but the receiver still has to catch the ball. Right. The running back still has to run with the ball. And the O-line has to block the ball. Yes, yes, absolutely. Probably in football more than any other sport that your game relies a lot on other people. It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate team sport. Sorry, and I've said that numerous times because it is. Because you do not 100%. function without those eleven, without those other eleven players. It's that simple. Right, but hockey. I don't care who's on the ice. If you don't have a good goalie, you're not winning games. In right. football, if you don't have a good quarterback, you're not winning games. As a but, rule. But once again. Okay. But once again, hockey is also, it's more of an individual getting paid player because it doesn't matter how shitty your goaltender was on your team. If you score 50 goals in a season, you're getting a raise. It's that simple. Regardless of how many, regardless of how many games your team wins or the goalie stops, if you score 50 goals, you're getting a raise especially the contract you I understand that. But, I mean, look at Mike Riley in Edmonton, okay? He missed the playoffs. Yep. He missed the playoffs because he, he, the yep. team absolutely sucked. But he led the right. league in passing and touchdowns. Right. Yep. Right. Okay? Signed the biggest contract a, in, in, yes. in modern CFL history, okay? In the last 20 yep. years, maybe 30 years, he signed it. The highest yep. paid contract, okay, and and his team around him sucked, and he still led the league in passing from his back. Well, but once again, you're he trying did. to tell me you're trying to prove to me how good Mike Riley was. Um, but now the That's- flip side of that is the flip side of that is if they had a paid Mike Riley a hundred thousand dollars less. They probably could have bought him an offensive line. True. Agreed. 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 And, Same with and, Bo Levi. Same with Bo Levi. They were lacking. They they lost some players because he signed that kind of a contract. And I I really don't understand. I understand what happened in BC with Mike Riley, and it was one of those things that had to happen. BC sucked really badly, and they needed something uh-huh. to 
jumpstart this team, to get the revenue happening again, get the fans excited about this game, everything else. I understand signing Mike Riley the way that they did. I don't understand what Huff did. I don't understand what Huff Nagel did. Why? Because that's why well, I do. I mean, he is not the type of person that does that. He is doing some yeah, really but, weird, non-Huff-like things yeah, like, but, lately, like signing free agents and doing a couple other things too. Yeah, you but know? yeah, but Charles, if you're if you're talking about Bolivar Mitchell exclusively, okay. He, like I told you before, he had the greatest start in CFL history. He was the MOP in the Grey Cup in 2018. Mm-hmm. Huff did not have a choice. He right. had to sign him. Yeah. You had to sign him. I'm sorry. Now, if he had a had yeah. a Jeff, if he had a had a Jeff Garcia, a Henry Burris, a Dave Dickinson waiting in the wings like they used to have. Then maybe he wouldn't have signed Bo Levi Mitchell, but he didn't have one, so he didn't have a choice. Yeah, that's probably true. But that—that's his fault. Yeah, but I'm—I'm I'm sure it fucking. I mean, I'm not picking I'm on sure, him. I'm not insulting him. I'm sure. It. I'm sure it torqued him to no end to give Bo Levi Mitchell <laughs> that much money. But once again, he doesn't like Huff to give has always big contracts. Once again, Huff has always said, even if you are the best player in the CFL, you will not make the top money for that position on his team. And he proved that right because he he paid Bolivar Mitchell less than Mike Riley. Okay, so marginally, but he Bo, in his defense, turned down a contract with the Argos for more money. Allegedly. No, I don't think that's allegedly. I, well, I, but, and then, it, it, but it, then it's on the pretty other much hand, been said. I mean, on the other hand, your argument has always been that Bo's not that good of a quarterback. His team has been good. So maybe you and Bo are on the same page. And he said to himself, I'm not going to fucking Toronto because I'll fuck. Oh, 100%. Because that team because that team sucks. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he would he would be a norm ordinary quarterback. I said before, if if Bo Levi Mitchell went to any other team in the CFL except for Winnipeg right now, he'd get he'd get cut by Labor Day. I I think that's extreme, but okay. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah, but, there's no yeah, way I mean, he would be able to go into in, Ottawa. But we also Ottawa we also know what we also know what Bo Levi Mitchell is going to do in his future. He's going to be a color commentator on football games, okay? That's what he's going yeah, to do. Probably. I guarantee that. And that, that, be, that is just he, going to irk me to no end. You know that, right? He's going to be he's probably. going to be the white guy. He's going to be the white guy on TSN's desk, okay? Let's face it. He is. <laughs> he's going to take over because Jim Barker. Eh? The best coach didn't didn't remember the best news I've heard this year is Jim Barker is not going back to TSN. Thank you. There is a God. Okay? Yeah. Because you suck. He's a shit on that. He sucked. I I actually love David Sanchez, and I love Milt Spiegel. Okay? But what's his name? Sucked. I'm sorry. Jim Barker. I, yeah. Matt Donegan's pretty good, too, at times. Although and Matt Donegan's well. I like Matt Donegan. Really stupid. 
Yeah, no. He does I some weird got a stuff, perfect though. team up there. Yeah. So. Met him at the okay. Grey Cup. So, I think we're done with Bo Levi Mitchell here. Um, I yeah. almost think Bo Levi Mitchell's done with us, too. But uh, we'll see what happens this year because this is definitely a do or die for him. Uh, this is, is whether or not he's going to be signed for a contract next year is how he plays in the first in this season. Because you, you cannot rest on your laurels for what you did in 2018, supposedly. No, you cannot. You try. Okay. So this next next segment really doesn't have a lot of story behind it, but we're going to go with it anyhow. The Calgary's McMahon Stadium is decommissioning the sound system. Are they trying to stop it from falling on someone? I, I don't know. Is, was that your question, or was that actually part of the No, that was the, my question. Story. That was just poking okay. fun of McMahon uh, so Stadium for me. This, this is the big-ass speakers that are at center field, right? They're yep. held out by and, four. And they're, they're held out by four wires, okay, or four cables. Yeah. That's and a good story to me out hanging there like that. I have sat there for thirty years, thinking to myself, "Is that fucking thing gonna fall down?" Okay, <laughs> I've literally <laughs> sat there and looked at that thing for years, and it's like that is the stupidest thing I have ever seen in my life. But. They're getting rid of it finally. Okay? There is a God. So, I mean, and they, they, personally, all you have to do is put speakers around the outside. You'd just be just as good as having one big one in the middle. They, they, they installed that for the 1988 Winter Olympics, okay? Yeah, they did. And so, those cables have got to be lifted by now. Uh, you know what? I just I look at that because I you see the four <laughs> posts at the outside of the stadium, and the only reason they're there is to hold up that speaker. And I've often sat there thinking to myself, "What the fuck would happen if that thing collapsed?" So, well, you know, I I I'm a closet metallurgist, metallurgist, metallurgist. Yes. Um, the 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 work hardening of those posts from that thing bouncing up and down and those posts swaying back and forth they're going to fail someday they're going to have to they're going to fail now maybe uh-huh. it's because they're they're being repl- it's being taken down before it fails and that's probably a good thing but one of those posts is going to let go yeah it, you can't have uh-huh. your piece of metal swing back and forth like that without something giving. Uh huh. Well, here, here's a here's a quick story. Three years ago, I was sitting in my backyard, and I heard a loud crash in my house or outside of my house. I went around to the front of my house because I thought a car had ri- drove, driven into my house. There was nothing there, so I went in my house, and I discovered what it was. In my dining room, I have a 450-pound mirror hanging on the wall, and I installed it 
I put it up there probably 15 years ago. And it has never moved. And it was on the ground, okay, broken in a million freaking pieces. And I looked at the connectors I had it attached to the wall with, and over that 15 years, the metal had had broken down and let go. And it was doing it a little bit at a time, and the metal pieces were snapped in half. And uh, it took a long yeah. time for it to happen. I'm thinking the, the, the speaker system is the same. Trust me. So Yeah. It, it, it just, over the years, it's good. The metal, any piece of metal is going to fail, whether it's a railway t- track or it's a building or it's something. Something is going to fail. Especially, metal, especially if it's exposed to the elements, which it has been. Yeah. Yeah. For many, many years. And if you and if you ever notice okay. the rabbit the rabbit in McMahon Stadium never runs directly under the speaker because he's scared as well, okay? Smart. <laughs> <laughs> I think the noise might be scaring him, but that's And just apparently me. apparently they're taking that speaker down and they're gonna stick it on some kind of platform at the end of the stadium and that's what they're gonna use this year because they figure it's going to take a year to design a sound system or something like that. So why so, why did they rush into this? Um, well, they said they they didn't want to replace the cables or something like that. So I guess I guess they've had a look at things and and it's always been a concern of theirs apparently. So. This is going to be an engineer out there said, the sound You imagine, you imagine what people would be saying if you know MOP quarterback Bully by Mitchell was crushed by the fucking speaker. Okay. By a speaker. <laughs> like, like, oh my god, that would be bad. like irony. Let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell you, that'd be bad. Bully well, shoulder I, didn't hold up, so they sabotaged it with lead through the sneaker at him. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I actually. Or, or I, the headline. Kind of, or the headline. John Huffnagel so cheap he didn't get the the cables tested for strength or something like that. No, I mean if, if the visiting team is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and this is the way that Zach Caleros goes out, I goes mean, out. everybody thinks yeah. it's going to be a crack to the head by a fallen speaker by a fucking Zach Caleros. <laughs> Zach Caleros doesn't have to worry about concussions anymore because he's a greasy spot in the middle of the field. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so you see my point there, okay? Well, it's probably a good yeah. thing that Calgary Stampeders have, have decided to take the speaker down because if it's been bothering Will for several years, then it's got to be there, – there's something. something no, I've, always, I've always thought that's the weirdest fucking setup ever. All right? It's just like, what the – who came up with that idea? But obviously it was a retrofit for the Olympics, right? Just looks weird. Yeah, and it stayed ever since. So, you know, 
is what it is. You know, it, it, it's not so much that I question somebody coming up with the idea of putting that speaker there. I, I, I don't, you know, okay, well, hey, let's do this. It's the engineer who said, yeah, it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it can well, be well, doesn't mean it should be. <laughs> we, we can do this. Yeah. Okay. We've had some really zero stories, and we've had some fun with them, okay? I'm moving on here. Let's see what else we can do. Oh, with the draft just around the corner, let's look at the last seven first-round picks for each team and who's done the best. Now, I've got this story out. I'm disappointed in a couple of things with this story. It's like the guy didn't do his homework. And it's CFL.ca staff that wrote this, okay? Um, Wouldn't it have been better off if they had where these people were now? Yeah, well, we can tell you Yeah, what happened there, yeah. We can tell you more or less. I know where most of them are now. Okay. Do you have the thing up right now? Because I'm not going to try to pronounce half these fucking guys' names, which is kind of bizarre that they're yeah, Canadians. But yeah, no, I do. I've got it up right now. Okay, so let's look at the BC Lions. Daniel Joseph in 2021. Well, he's young. He's probably on special teams. I don't know where he is. He might be getting a position right now because Stephen Richardson's out. Um. Well, you always, understand, you, always need, you always need rotating defensive linemen in the CFL, right? Yes, Let's face you do. It. Correct. We've got – yeah. Okay. Now, Jordan Williams. He was a good pick. Peter. First overall. He was a good pick. Where? Yeah, yeah. where is he now? He's there. He's with the Lions. He's with the Lions, right? Okay, so we've got one guy there. I don't know about Daniel Joseph. Uh, this Peter Godbert, Julian Laurent, Danny Vandervoot. Did, didn't we let Danny go last year? Yeah, we got rid of him. Yeah. Junior Luke. Charles Viancourt. And this his name is not pronounceable. Essie Marambe. Marambe. Where is he? I don't know. I actually don't remember him at all. So the Lions have one guy still out of their last seven picks. Two, four, six, eight picks. Okay. No, they have two guys. So two? Who's Who's the other other one? Jordan Williams and Daniel Joseph. Oh, we're, we're assuming. Oh, yeah, yeah, Joseph. that's right. We, we, we're assuming. We don't know right. for sure. Oh, okay. They still play for Calgary. I'm sure. Let's go to Calgary. Amen Og- uh, Ogopogo. Obarabomega. Yeah, Ogopogo. Okay. So still, you still have still him, Will? Sam, still with the St. Peters, yes. Sir. Okay. Special How about this, player, Isaac? Right? Still with the St. Peters. He's a, he's a rotating defensive okay. lineman. Fergie okay. Bayala signed with, he signed with Montreal this offseason. He is a, okay. once again, Ryan. goes back to the territorial thing. 
he's a Montreal player. Ryan yeah. Chevrier is a is a offensive lineman. He's a starter. Randy okay. Calling Randy never played never played a game. Alex Singleton, NFL. Well, we know where he is. Carl. Carl yeah, Lavoy. I I don't know. I don't think he ever made the Stampeders. Okay, so you've got three guys there now still. One, two, three. Yeah, three out of the last uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. Okay. At least so Alex you got three had out of seven. some that, success with the with the stamps before he I, left. He, he, he did. He did. He did. He did. I'm not going to diss Alex on this one, okay? I I will diss the fact that he's a considered a, a Canadian and was in the draft. Because I think that's just I will too. So that's the same point. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. It, it's hard to argue with the uh, uh, 2021. Um, pick because, you know, we really don't know what's going on with these guys. Cole Nelson. Okay, Thomas Jack Carudo. Uh, who knows about him? Who cares? Can't pronounce his name. Matthew Betts. Rotating defensive lineman. Nate Bahar. Is Nate, is Nate Bahar still in Edmonton? I, I think he is, yeah. Yeah, I think he is too. Okay. Mm-hmm. T- Tavon Smith. He's not there. Nope. nope. Isn't he with Saskatchewan? He's gone somewhere. Not sure. And I wish they did provide Danny that Grulak. on here. I don't know why they didn't. Well, you know, we're, okay, free agent, free agent, free agent in Saskatchewan, still with Edmonton, still with that. Wouldn't it, it would have been so easy just to put one word on beside these guys, right? Okay. Yeah. Now you're looking down the Saskatchewan Rough Riders list. Nelson yep. uh, Lacombo. Well, if he's anything like his, the rest of them. Okay. Matlin Riley, Justin McInnes, Dakota Sheepley, Cameron Judge. Look, there's a name. How about Josiah mm-hmm. St. John? Well, there's another name. First overall. This is a shit. bad name. So, and Nick Dembski. So. Justin McKinnis, I don't know about Dakota Shepley. Never has he ever played for the Stampeders or, or for the Riders or not? Riders? I, yeah, I, I, he, I, I think, think he no, Riders. He signed last year with them because he got cut in the NFL. Cameron Judge is okay. in Calgary this season. Josiah St. John mm-hmm. recently re-signed with Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. And Nick Dempsey, yeah. play, and Nick Dempsey plays in Winnipeg. Yeah. Because he's, once again, that territorial pick, he's a Winnipeg native. Yeah. And so, actually, Dakota you know, Shepley got... is in the NFL still. He's back in the NFL. No, I don't. He's with the Seattle Seahawks. He's with the Seattle oh, Seahawks. He, he signed it on September oh, 1st. Okay. 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 Now, I got into an argument today. No, Really? Uh, it wasn't actually today. I think it was yesterday. But it was about uh, Joe Mack and how Joe Mack didn't pay attention to the draft at all. And if you look at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers here, no first-round pick in 2020, no first-round pick in 2018, no first-round picks in 20, 
16. And and where are they? They're, 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 they've just done a double, a repeat of championships. Back to back, so, great cup you know, champions. <laughs> great yep. cup champions, okay. Um, and, and look down their list. How many of those guys do they still have? Um, Sue Chung is Liam in BC. Liam Dobson, I don't know about. Drew Desjardins oh. and Jonathan Kongbo are, I do believe. Yeah. Faith Kakati, I think he's somewhere. Jeff Gray, I think he's there. Um, and Suk Chung's in BC. Yep. Right? So they got they got two, maybe three. Maybe. Out of one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay? Well, half of them. It's not now, too bad. It, it's not bad, but... What we're proving here is the draft is irrelevant. No, I don't. I don't think that's true. And the reason I don't, don't think that's true, the reason I don't think that's true, is a lot of these plays are still in the CFL. They're not necessarily with the teams that drafted them. Mm-hmm. And right. you're only talking about the first round picks. There's second yeah. round picks, there's third round picks, there's fourth round picks that are all still with there's your team round. or with other or with other CFL teams. Right. I, I understand that and I agree with it. I know it's irrelevant if we didn't have the CFL draft, but we still do have the CFL draft. So you have to pick if the best player possible. If we didn't have the CFL possible. ratio, would the draft be as irrelevant? Well, the draft would be irrelevant, absolutely. For sure. One hundred percent. So there there wouldn't be a draft? There's no reason for a draft? No, I think they would I, still have it. I, I, I think they still, still have it. They would still have it and they'd bring these players to training camp. But you still yeah, might find a diamond I in the rough there. I don't I don't know. I don't know what would motivate them to have a draft. Okay, I, I think they would have a. I think they would have a worldwide draft, if you will. That's possible too. Because because if you're, if you don't have the Canadian ratio, that means there's going to be more American players playing for you, and. You know, maybe there's some guys that you'd like to put on your draft list so that other teams can't get them. Who knows? Uh-huh. Do we want to keep going through this late, uh, this list uh, with the Eastern Division? Because I, I don't know half. No, I'm, I, sorry, I can't say that. I, I, I don't know 90% of these people. Doesn't matter to me. We can move on. Yeah, I don't care either. I mean, you know, we've got Brandon Rievenberg in Hamilton. Yeah, he's still around. Yeah. Darius Siraco. Siraco. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a few of them around. There's a few of the names that are recognizable. I mean, uh, Philip Daniel, O lineman with Montreal. He's gone, isn't he? 
Yeah, Mark Chapman, who was the number one pick in 2018, never played in the CFL, never played in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love he didn't Montreal. get drafted. Montreal. No first-round pick, no first-round pick. Forfeited first-round pick. Well... Do you remember why they forfeited their first round pick? No. Salary they cap? picked it off. They picked offensive lineman, uh, lineman Tyler Johnson in the 2018 supplemental draft. Yeah. Okay. Chris Ackey is still there. He's a decent receiver, isn't he? Or no, he's a linebacker. He's a linebacker. Yep. He's a he's a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just I'm not seeing a lot of sticking power here. And yes, nope, you're right, neither. it's only the first round and we didn't go through the second round, third round or ninth round. I mean, right. wasn't Tom Brady in the eighth round or something? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he was in the seventh round in the NFL. Seventh round, yeah. Does it mean there was ten there was ten quarterbacks picked before him? And two years after the draft, there was only two left. There's some good so. scouting. It, well, no, no. It's, uh, one of the things I've always been amazed at, and, and it's not necessarily the CFL, but the football in general, how they draft some of these guys and they're not worth a shit. And it's like, what have you been watching? And how do you make yeah. that kind of mistake? Charles, and I know Charles, Charles will know this. Charles' perfect example is Ryan Leaf, right? Oh, God. The guy was not the biggest he was a terrible. Bust, biggest bust in the NFL ever. I remember Tony that Man- that he was supposed, yeah. supposed to be drafted. It was They were trying to decide whether to draft Ryan Leaf or to draft uh, Peyton Manning. They were in the same... Right. Um, Draft right. and people are like, oh, we, who should we go first? Right. Who should go first? Peyton Manning became right. a Hall of Famer, and Ryan Leaf became a not, nobody. Yes. And then my other favorite one is Tony Mandrich. I don't know yeah. if you remember him. I do. Okay. Another bust. Right. And and I remember, I remember Sports Illustrated did an article on him, and like. They showed him at a grocery store. The guy used to consume 10,000 calories a day, okay? And I watched him in college, and he used to eat people, okay? He was that big and strong. Well, he got to the NFL, and they have something called a drug test. And you can't can't do roids as openly as he did them. And he was a flop. He did eventually play in the NFL for four or five years, but he was he never lived up to his hype, and he played guard. He played guard. He didn't play tackle. So, and those are just one of the many. Okay, there's so many of them out there. There's so many stories. I don't know how they get it wrong. I really don't. You would think with all the technology today, they'd never get it wrong, but they do. 
Mm-hmm. And the CFL is no different. You get no. No draft is any different. No. Okay. It's more or less a guess. You can you can pick, and they can be good at their position, but you never know what's inside the guy's chest and what's inside the guy's head, right? Yeah. Okay. Moving on from the, the, the draft, since we love it so much. Um, segment six, the Montreal Alouettes are invi- inviting all Quebec university coaches to participate in training camp. Should other CFL teams work similar with their uni- with the universities in their province? Well, first off, I think this is one of the ways that the Montreal Alouettes are getting around the sa- management salary cap, okay? Because they need all these coaches in there, so why not get the ones that they can get for free? These are supposed to be fairly high-caliber coaches if they're coaching at a university level. So is this a necessity thing for the Alouettes, or is this actually trying to help out university coaches? Now, going back to what we've talked about with youth sports and the getting rid of the ratio and everything else, one of the things is the youth sports suck. So if there's anything that the CFL can do to help out youth sports without actually physically or fiscally uh, supporting them, this is it. This is a great call. I love this. Do it. Do do, do you see some benefit to it here, Charles? Absolutely I do. I mean, this is a a way to reach out and so on. Yeah, I think there is a benefit. I think there's a benefit both ways. Like you say, you get some some, uh, cheap uh, training camp coaching for, like you said, it's supposed to be high-caliber High caliber uh, coaches, and then hey, you get uh, the connection there with the school. I think there is a benefit. I think it makes sense. Yeah. The the other thing that I know, I I, I do know this for a fact that it's really good mm-hmm. and it's really important, okay, for the CFL to have strong ties with the universities. So that mm-hmm. when it, they do, and it, as long as we have this ratio, we're going to have the draft, okay? And it's in their best interest to have some type of an affiliation with every university because somewhere out there, there's a diamond in the rough that the coach knows this guy is going to do something, but the scouts have all overlooked him. This is one of the reasons why Bobby Ackles was so good as a general manager prior to being president um, because he had the relationship south of the border. And he got players up here that wouldn't normally have come up here. And I think that football is not so much about how much film you watch or how much You know it's who you know. It's about the relationships. And if you have the relationships around you, you're going to be successful. And this is about forming relationship. And especially with all of the, and, and, you know, we we said it, you know, the the homeboy, right? The, The kids that are playing in Quebec. Let's face it, you're a French-Canadian, you're playing football, 
you want to play for the Alouettes. You don't want to go play for BC. That's true. You don't want to go play for some redneck Calgary team. You want to go play somebody? Yeah, no. This is just absolutely not. No, it's, it, this is a great deal. I, I, I love this. William, what's your thoughts? Oh, I think it's I think it's actually brilliant, and I'm and I'm sure uh, Danny Machocho is the main driving force behind this, and he's always been a U Sports supporter yeah. because because he was in U Sports up until a year ago or yeah. two years ago, and bringing in guest coaches, yeah. and you wait and see. In a matter of, I'm going to say three or four years, five years maybe. That whole organization is going to be French. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have outside people because that's the way Danny Machocha does things. And I've told you before, he wants to be the head coach too. He may not get to be the head coach, but I bet you 100 bucks he has a head coach that's from Quebec or Montreal. And, and yeah. French people tend to support each other in everything. Oh, they okay? do. I, and, and maybe not and now, but do you remember the Montreal Canadiens from the 60s? Yep. Yep. There was no English-speaking yep. players. Nope. Absolutely not. It, it's Absolutely hugely unique. Not. But but good for the Alouettes to do this. And yeah, I think do I, do I think, I think another move. CFL team should do it? Yeah. I, I, I do. I think the other teams. I mean, why wouldn't Calgary have the Dinos coaching staff helping them out? Why wouldn't BC sure. have uh, the the T Birds in there, right? And University mm-hmm. of Alberta. What what's up in Edmonton? What are they called? The Golden Bears. Golden Bears. Golden Bears. Yep. Yeah. You know, it just makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, it, it's so freaking obvious. I can't believe that it isn't being done all the time. Okay, so now this next one is a um, another thing without a link. And so player turnover is an all-time high in the CFL. But that doesn't mean there aren't some well-tenured players on teams across the country. Let's look at each team's longest-serving player. And then it goes player turnover. Is that an all? It, so the, the, it, it's in there twice. Uh, yeah, it, the link didn't. I accidentally put the thing twice into the link. I'm looking for the link right now. Uh, yeah, you did segment it the and same thing. I know. I just realized that. Uh that's what happens when I try to do the agenda too quickly and I make mistakes. Um, oh, God, where is it? I will find you. It, can it, it, it's I'll okay find that it. you do this because, because we, we, have, we have fun with it, okay? I know as you do. As long as you don't take it personally. And, and, and don't take I it don't. personally. It's my screw-up. That's it. Fuck it. I'm not doing the agenda anymore because if you keep picking on me, no, that's not what we do it. We do it because we have fun. There it is. Uh-huh. Where did you find well, it? I got that it's just a three-down article. Agenda. Yep, it is. I've got the agenda here. Surprise, surprise. 
Three down, Nate. Three down. I just, I just shared it. Yep. Okay. So let's get over there. Longest serving players. Okay. Here we go. Andrew Harris with the... No, he's not there anymore. Player turnover. Okay. Below, we've made a list of the longest serving players on each team along with the year they which they officially joined the team. In BC, it is Brian Burnham and TJ Lee. They've been there since 2014. Wow. Okay, that's eight years. But, I, wow. I... Good on them. I mean, both of those are, are perpetual all-stars. Yep. So, I, I'm not surprised with that. Uh, oh, Will's favorite player, Rennie Paradez, the kicker, is the Calgary's longest-term player. <laughs> and, and oh, he's up to 11, 11 seasons now. Ready Paradise? Yeah. Yeah. Since 2011. David Beard. Now, this is not to be confused with a guy which, that doesn't have a beard, that is named Beard, that, that is in ZZ Top, right? This is somebody else. I believe, yes. Good. Okay. 2015. So, he's happening there. That's been a few years. Dan Clark, 2012 in Saskatchewan. Who's got a TV going? It's kind of annoying. Not me. Not I. Not me either. Well, just, it just went silent. Okay, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Jake Thomas, 2012. Defensive lineman. Simone... That's a defensive lineman. That, that's actually a long run for a defensive lineman. That's 20, 20, uh, 10 years. Simone Lawrence is 2014. And then, like, Jake Reinhardt, who I don't long know who snapper. the hell this guy is. He's a long snapper. Long snapper. The Argos. Is that all he does? does there you go. Mean? What's that? That's all he does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nigel Romick and Antoine, Antoine Bruno, 2014, with the Ottawa Red Blacks. Does that mean that they've been there? The, yeah, they've been at that one team for the longest time. Yeah. What's that got to do with anything, Will? Come on, seriously. What? Will sent, you sent, Will sent a picture. So what's Will sending pictures? Is this this, this guy who wants – oh, my God. Is that Sparky? Yep. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Yes, it is. What's that got to do with being a lumberjack? I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know what end of an axe to hold. Just, my God, that head. <laughs> so, since we're on the topic of Sparky here, we, we, we have to do this with a shout-out to our buddy Sparky who uh, got the Dino Teaching Award this year, okay? I don't know if this is for just his, uh, uh, his uh, discipline that he's in, or is this for, like the teaching award for all teachers at the uh, University of Calgary? Uh, anyhow, Sparky has got an award, 
And good on him. Congratulations. Uh, way to go. And uh, you did that doing something with vaccines, right? Oh, my God. Uh, anyhow, yeah, good on you, Sparky. You keep talking the, talking the talk and walking the walk. But that picture, man, that's pretty scary. That's almost like a Neil Kroll picture. Neil who? Is she still alive? Yeah, we haven't heard from Neil in a long time. Do you still hear from Neil at all? Who, me? I do from time to time, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, okay. no, no. He he blocked me a long time ago. Okay. So, what's too, the so. deal with the I'm a lumberjack? Just because I thought that was a fitting a fitting kind of phrase for Sparky and his big head. Did, That's all. Okay. Did you see the uh, the uh, post lately from this guy that Ottawa doesn't like the Ottawa Red Blacks should have been the Ottawa Lumberjacks? Lumberjacks. Yeah. I, no, I, I actually kind of like that. I, I, I think like they the should have called themselves the Albert Luncheon. Red black makes no sense. I understand I what it is. It's the colors I of the colors in Ottawa. They should have called them the Ottawa plaid. The plaid? Plaid. I, you know what? I could have almost accepted that. Because you know what I'm really impressed with? One of the things I'm really impressed with, and it's not hard to be impressive when when a whole city names their team the Elks. You know who I'm impressed with? I'm impressed with the Kraken. I love that name. It's grown on Do me. you? Yeah. I think it's absolutely I love fucking it. stupid. No, no. It's way better than the Elks. Way better than the Elks. All right, Seattle Kraken. It has it has a ring to it, man. Sorry, it really does. Yeah, yeah, it's grown on me. Yeah, it it, it it's a mystical sea creature. Right, is that what it is? Yeah, I thought it, it was a. I thought it was. I thought it was a male. I thought it was a male gay stripper or something. Okay. <laughs> oh well, it could be. I didn't know that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but no, no. His name is Mr. Kraken. Sorry. So, anyhow. Um, yeah, the Kraken what, is a uh, large squid, I think. Isn't it? Is it? It's it wrecked ships. Kind of like uh, Jules Verne's. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or something like that. Didn't they have a big squid in there or something? Something like that. I I vaguely remember that. Okay. I love this meme. It says, some people want a big house, fast car, and lots of money. I just want a cabin in the woods away from those people. There's, there's a lot of merit. That's pretty that. good. Because yeah. I do. I really just want to be away from those people. I, I, I used to be those one of people. those people. Now I, I want to be away from them. Okay. Uh 
Where are we? What are we doing here? We're past the Sparky pitcher. Ottawa Lumberjacks. Do you think we could do a, a get a movement going for that, or do you think it's, we're past that? I think we're past that. Probably. Okay, so player turnover, long time high. Oh, we, we haven't finished that. Where are we here? Uh, Montreal, Kristen Matte, 2010, longest that's 12 years. That's a long time for the last one. That's a long time. Considering the pounding their body takes playing the offensive line, that's a super long time. Yep. Yep, it is. Okay, so that story's over with. Uh, here's one for you. CFL legend Mark Tressman puts Commissioner Randy Ambrosi on blast in deleted tweet criticizing proposed rule changes. Now, I don't know if he actually did that. Okay? And I know we're, I'm sure we're going to get talking about that. But I read the post that he put out that supposedly has been deleted, and that's okay. Uh, there's nothing the matter with deleting things that make you look stupid. Um, I honestly don't think he had any real problems with any of the the rule changes because there are no rules. William. Yes. Wake up. I'm awake. You're not allowed to snore on my show. I'm not awake. I am awake. It appears that the Great Cup champion head coach Mark Tressman is not a fan of many of the rule changes being explored by CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi and the rest of the league's Board of Governors. So exactly what fucking... Rules are being suggested. Rule changes what are, are the, being suggested. Are I haven't heard changes? of any. I, I haven't heard either. any. You know, so, I think, Rudy wants on the show. Did we let Rudy on the show? Sure. Not that I know of. Yeah. Bring him in for 20 minutes. Why not? But seriously, have you heard of any any rule changes that they want to do? I think the only thing I've heard lately is that, they want to reduce the amount of nationals. Yeah, I think it's the only thing I've heard. Okay, so the actual tweet said, respectfully, Mr. Ambrosi, attention on rules, cash marks, ratio, etc., is a distraction. Let's focus on the long, hard road of growing the CFL fan base. Can't imagine a game without a Ricky Ray wide side corner dime. By the way, a player response for reasoning is reckless. I, I don't know who to fucking make anything out of this tweet. Do you, what does, does that, even does that mean? make any sense to you? I, I don't know what they're trying to say here. Is is there a translator? 
I don't know. I'm confused by that one. Me too. Okay, Ru- Rudy, your 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 mic's open. Rudy, welcome to the show, buddy. You're late. How's it going? Yeah, very late. Okay, how's it going? Okay. So, how's it going? we're 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 all doing fine. We've talked football here for like almost two hours, and we got 15 minutes left. And we're on the very last segment talking about Mark Tressman, who's who's trashing Randy Ambrosi, or at least he says that he is. And I don't have a problem with that at all. But what we don't understand is he's trashing them about proposed rule changes, and none of us have seen any proposed rule changes. So how did he get them? Why? What rule changes are out there? Now, there was something about the hash marks. Uh, they're, they're trying to move the hash marks. What difference does that make? They're not going to narrow the field, but they're going to no. move the hash mark. What, what, all that does is change up where a receiver's route is being run or what his um, reference point is going to be. Right? Doesn't doesn't make much sense otherwise. Now what's a what's a Ricky Ray wide side corner dime? I was wondering that myself. I don't know. By the way, a player response for reasoning is reckless. We need a fucking book to try to translate this. I need well, an interpreter. Like a coach, basically, but I, I don't understand what he's saying. Then the layman or the people that aren't going to know what that is, but it's weird. Well, he does I, have I mean, five likes. <laughs> well, the tweet's been deleted. Yeah, that is now. Yeah, I, I happen to like Mark Tressman. I respect him for what his he's accomplished in the CFL. Uh, disappointed that he was a head coach in the XFL, but you know everybody's got to look for a job, so so be it. Currently down at the University of Miami Law School, he's a he's a professor at the law school. He's a so, law professor. I. I He's a law no. professor. No, no, he's mean not. By no. no, he's not. No, he's not. But it says in the story. Well, it says it in the story. Currently a professor at the University of Miami's law school. Trustman first arrived in Canada in 2008 as head coach of the Montreal Alouette. What part of that am I okay. doing it wrong? Okay. Trustman is now a professor and hosts the leadership game plan a podcast from the University of Miami School of Law that discusses leadership strategies with various guests. Where are you seeing this? So uh, I just Googled it. Okay. I said, where is Mark Trestman at now? And that's what came up. So So what you're trying to say is Free Down Nation is misleading us? What is an adjunct? What is an ADJUNCT professor? I have no idea. What is that? Adjunct. 
Yeah, that's how I pronounce it. I don't know how else to pronounce a- it. A-D-G? Yeah. Taking J. Yeah, J. Adjunct. A thing added to something else as a supplementary rather than an essential part of computer technology. Adjunction. Hey, the internet never lies, man. It says... uh, an adjunct professor is a type of academic appointment in higher education. The terms of this appointment and the security of tenure vary in different parts of the world. Um, in some colleges and universities, a teacher ranking next below a professor. So, so then he's not really a professor or anything. But three down says he is. Okay. Yeah, three down nation says Sorry. a lot of things. So what? <laughs> okay, but hold on. Um, an adjunct professor does an adjunct professor have a PhD? In most cases, adjunct professors need a master's degree, but in some cases only require a bachelor's degree and relevant experience. However, over a third have a doctoral degree. So who knows? And you can't believe anything. Anything. And I and I do believe that Mark Dressman is a pretty smart guy. So mm-hmm. you never know he could be. You never know he could Maybe. be. So... Well, I, I, I'm not thinking that he's got a, a, a PhD. I'm not saying that. I mean, you don't have to be a, have a PhD to be a professor. Look at Sparky. <laughs> right. <laughs> a prime example. Educational assistant. You know, Shaquille O'Neal is a PhD. Right? Did you know that? Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille has a O'Neal. PhD. Yep. Br- Brian May. Brian May has a PhD in rock physics or something. Did you know that? The guitarist for Queen. Brian. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, he has a PhD in in um, ah, what the hell is it? it it's it's kind of cool. Brian May, PhD, astrophysicist. That's what he is. Astrophysics for Imperial Belt. Yeah, he, he has a he has a PhD in astrophysics. Seriously. Yeah, it's kind of impressive. And and you know he is an astrophysicist and he's put some theories together. And over thirty years ago, he put a theory together. And it hasn't been proved wrong. And you know what it is? No. Fat bottom girls make the world go round. And as an astrophysicist, he says no. No response from you guys like that. That was kind of a good joke there. I mean, 
Really? Come on. You failed on me. Well, um... <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> to break the awkward-sounding silence... Okay, Here, here's one for you. Girls should stop saying all men are the same. No one asked you to try them all. God, that was a little funny, too. I mean, okay. Not too awkward silence. <laughs> this is really just bombing. Okay, um, where are we here? We're eight minutes left in the show. Rudy, what do you got to say? What's going on in your life that's football-related that you kind of or, – or why did you miss our show that was so important? Because, like, we've had a really good show here. We talked about football, like, from the very beginning – there was no COVID discussions. There was no vaccine passport discussions. There was nothing. We talked football right from the beginning. Started with USFL, but we talked a lot of football today. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wanted to get in there. I, uh, I, uh, I was late getting to the party. I uh, was out uh, with my girlfriend. She's finishing up the university here, so uh, we had a supper and uh, some drinks. Some. Uh, going to be heading on the road here for work for the next uh well three four months here in a couple of weeks so uh that would be important I, I, to spend some time with her but speaking of i don't uh, think that's any fucking reviews, excuse man this is wednesday you got six other days out of the week <laughs> wow seriously six other you know days how it man is. happy wife happy life no uh Speaking of speaking of reviews, I <laughs> I was looking at uh, our Apple reviews there for the show, and you guys should go check them out. They're pretty pretty. Uh, I've I've seen them. Have you for seen like show? the recent ones, though, Charles? Oh yeah. Uh, that I don't know. Go go on pod. Like you guys probably all have iPhones, I'd assume. Go on the podcast and type in Let's Talk CFL, then just scroll down and look at the reviews. Podcast? Where, where do you go to podcast? Yeah, Apple Podcast. Is that it an app? It be, like, right on your phone. Yeah, that's how I listened yeah. to your guys' show before I was on it. So you got to go to the app store and get this. Uh, well, it's free, but it should be, it should just, it usually comes downloaded already on all iPhones. Yeah, that's like that's the best way to listen to this show, I think. Anyway, it's not live, but it uploads right after the show. Um, but yeah, if you look at the reviews, it's pretty pretty funny. Apple um, Podcasts. Okay, so I, I'll yeah, have to yeah. download this because I don't have it. Apparently, Will's uh, Darth Vader. <laughs> 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 I think I've seen that one. Yeah, that's old. Uh, that's a true story. That's old. <laughs> yeah, that's no, old. but there's but but there's been there's been newer ones apparently where a bunch of anti vaxxers But uh yeah, no, I don't know. No, I, I just, I don't know. I thought the reviews were pretty funny, but. Hey, that means, if you're getting reviews, that means people are, some people are listening to the show, though, so. What, that's, that's right. right. So. 
Okay, so, okay, now I got this. I'm on this app here now. Let's see what's going on. Didn't work. There's some people on there that don't oh. like us very much, but I... Oh, you know, search. There's nothing. So then just let's you know, talk CFL and you'll see your logo come up. If you can't figure it out, I'll tell you on Messenger after the show, but it's it's not no, too I, tough. I, I to figured it out. It. It's not rocket science. I got it there. Don Cherry is there. Look at that. Okay. Um, where? Okay, now where's the reviews? Do, 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 do. You have to scroll to the bottom. What gets me is that people actually go out of their way to write a review. Yeah. Especially if it's like a bad one. (laughs) Yeah, I, I get it if you're at like a store and you have the worst experience of your life, but like for a podcast or or whatever stuff like that, like who cares? Some people some and you gotta wonder if some are fake. Someone has never listened before because people will just write stuff. People like to go on there just to create conflict. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. I guarantee you most of the reviews are from the East Coast. Do you think? I got <laughs> called a racist. How can, how can they call me a racist? <laughs> I like how they call <laughs> I, I like I like how I, they William's the you racist. Snowflake. He's the one that's always doing that stupid shit. Okay, I'm sure we're running out of time now here. I better get over here and figure out what's going on. Oh, yeah, a minute 56 left. Okay, so um, what's happening this week? Anything happening this week in the CFL, Charles? What's the schedule like? Uh, I don't think there's anything this week that I'm aware of. No? Nope. Okay. So next These week, coming, what, what's that? I said the season's coming up, man. It's getting closer. We, it, yeah, is, it is. It's, it's just, coming, it's coming it's fast. It's a couple weeks of the draft, and then 12 days after the draft, training camp's open. Yeah, I think it's actually two weeks to the draft. I think it's Tuesday, isn't it? Isn't it the 5th? It's the 3rd. Is it May the 3rd? May yeah. 3rd, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So two, two weeks. There we go. Okay, right. there's only a minute left in the show, so let's do this. Uh, what the hell just happened? Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast episode number 483. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. We talk football. Even though people on my reviews don't like me, they are listening to me. Otherwise, they wouldn't know about writing a review. Hey, that's kind of cool. Um, listen to the show. It's worth it. Uh, so, good night from Merritt and uh, Charles. Say good night. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And Rudy. Yeah, sorry it's late. Uh, good night, fellas. Uh, go Steve Richardson. Yeah. William. Good night, everybody. To John Doggy style, we're not a bunch of grumpy old men, okay? We have a guy yeah, who's only are. 25 on the yeah. podcast, so, yeah, so yeah, come on. Yeah, we are. Give, give me a break, okay? <laughs> Oh, I wanted this. I had a story I wanted to tell you guys. That's too bad. We're off the air. Good night.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.